This episode is sponsored by Chapman and Company. Hi there, and welcome to the Coffee Grinds, hosted by Mug.News. We are your baristas, Justin Krug and Caitlin Clays. We have a great menu today that highlights impressive student entrepreneurs in Middle America. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get to the grind. What is up? Welcome to Coffee Grinds, hosted by Mug.News, where we interview young entrepreneurs, founders, and startup creators. I am your barista, Caitlin Clays, presenting our flavor of the day, Hunter Bergman. So let's get to the grind. Hunter, thank you so much for stopping by the coffee shop today. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. I'm, I'm, I love the whole uh, aesthetic and the vibe. You know, I think this is uh, such a cool thing because it, it creates the experience, you know, like the virtual experience. Mm-hmm. You know, in a few a few months, we're going to have headsets on and we're just going to be chilling that way. <laughs> yeah, the VR. Oh, my gosh, that would be so fun. <laughs> or the dream is to one day perhaps meet in real life person. Remember coffee shops? <laughs> Remember the day? <laughs> I know, right? Well, why don't we go ahead and spill the beans on what you're up to in the entrepreneurship community? Yeah, absolutely. I would love to. Yeah. So I'm Hunter Bergman. I'm a uh, junior marketing major at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. Um, I have a minor in entrepreneurship with an emphasis in sales. Um, and uh, as a lot of my friends would say, I do a lot of different things. Um, but I want to preface that I only do things that I really love and enjoy. And so um, one of the the things that I love the most is entrepreneurship. You know, um, we actually just uh, I'm, I'm part of a startup now, a student organization on campus. I'm dedicated to providing the resources and connections for young entrepreneurs to be successful. Um, and through that, you know, we just have like a, a community gatherings, membership meetings. Um, it's a ton of fun. Yesterday we had our, you know, we have membership meetings every Monday um, or every, uh, the first Monday of every month. We just have like a big meeting. Um, so we all get together. And yesterday we had uh, I got like 15 students pitch their ideas. Um, talk about what they're working on building and stuff like that. So it's so cool to be, um, you know, kind of an executive leader and help foster this culture and community. Um, and so that's definitely takes a lot of my time in, in that and nurturing that. Um, I also am a uh, kind of like a culture ambassador, I would say, for the Center for Entrepreneurship on campus. Um, you know, the two organizations play together. You know, the center is more of the resources and the programming. And then uh, startups, you know, is like the community and the funness of that. Um, ton of fun all around. Um, and I'm also a part of Yacht, which is a full service agency um, ran by students, but guided by industry professionals. And so um, we've got industry leaders that help, you know, our students um, provide high quality material for real clients. Um, so you get the real environment of working in an agency um, before you actually enter the real world. So it's like a safe place to fail, grow your, grow your skills and mindset. Um, and so that's kind of fun. I'm a new business developer there. One of the only College of Business students um, next to a bunch of College of Journalism students. But um, it's really cool to, to be part of that because I have kind of that entrepreneurial thinking of like you see problems and you want to solve them. Um, and so that's super fun. Um, and I'm hoping to uh, become the, the, like the new business, the director of new business development um, in the near future. So that'll be a ton of fun. It'll give me experience of, um, you know, managing the operations of an agency of about 55 employees. And they do north of like $100,000 a year in revenue. Um, so it'll be really cool hands-on experience to understand how these things work. Um, kind of the business model canvas, how do you grow that organization. Um, the entrepreneurship spirit, right? Um, and then kind of I want to you know jump to the last thing, which is like really the entrepreneurial side of me um, and kind of my own venture. So 
Um, right now, a friend and I named Cameron Stone from the University of Michigan or University of Minnesota Duluth um, are building this uh, organization called Young Entrepreneurs Evolution, YE. Um, and every time you say YE, like you get excited, right? You can't say it without like smiling. Um, and it's literally pretty much a stu- or an organization um, built to get you know people in the Midwest plugged into the, the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Um, now more than ever via Zoom and technology, we can be interconnected. Um, and so we want to build a community of like-minded individuals um, in the Midwest, but who are globally minded. Um, and so we're really working towards, you know, getting connected with student organizations at other universities, putting on collaborative events. Um, you know, our, our mission is to really, again, provide the resources and connections for young entrepreneurs to be successful. Um, but also like our vision is to really create, you know, kind of this um, community of entrepreneurs that want to work from, you know, kind of like these rural areas, right? Like. Um, I think, again, I tell my us, the students and the members of, of our organizations all the time is um, entrepreneurship, you know, by definition, is the, the root word comes from to undertake, right? It doesn't have anything to do with business, right? Um, and so, again, it applies to business because you're taking action and creating a monetary gain. But I think one of the worst things that have ever happened to the word is being associated with people like Steve Jobs, Elon Musk. Um, these huge people because yes they're entrepreneurs but that's 0.001% of anybody who ever starts a business right Um, and so it's almost like a fallacy you know it's like a false narrative for people to kind of aspire to become and and not to say that you can't you know build a tech company that's highly scalable you know you can do that now more than ever in today's society but um, you know so we're building this organization to help these people in the rural areas get connected to this overall macro environment um, we really want to focus on doing like exchange programs with uh, universities abroad um, to get people pulled out, you know, thinking in different areas, come back and bring that to like, you know, rural Nebraska or rural South Dakota, wherever the, inside of the Midwest. Um, because, you know, I, we've seen that, you know, we have like the Nebraska nice, you know, where I'm from here in Nebraska, Lincoln, Nebraska. And um, it's a great thing. And it's really a, a core value of a lot of businesses and companies. And so um, seeing people have these ideas and like implementing them in their communities would be fantastic. And now, again, with technology, you can work from anywhere. You know, you could work for Microsoft and still live in a town of 2,500 people, right? Um, you know, that's just kind of a reality that we're moving towards. And so this will serve as kind of this hub for innovation and activity and excitement and creativity. Um, again, we want to do like, uh, you know, whenever events come back, we can do like big events and have people travel to like, you know, Lincoln or these rotating areas, um, they get other people exposed, network, have some fun, and build relationships. You know, it's served, our target demographic right now is um, young entrepreneurs, like who are like junior, senior year of college, looking to get into the workforce. Um, it kind of is like a young professional uh, group, um, but really fun and geared towards, you know, um, I guess innovation and change um, and, and bringing that like globally mindedness and the problem solving and like design thinking to these like you know, rural communities. Um, but yeah, it's a ton of fun. Again, we're about a couple of months into the development phase. Um, we just kicked off our first event a couple of weeks ago um, and we had uh, over five universities represented and it was a ton of fun. Um, and we're just slowly moving this, like the, I call it the snowball effect. You know, you push a snowball so far up a hill, eventually it's going to get to the, you know, big enough where it can just roll by itself um, and you'll get traction. But mm-hmm. So with all of your activities that you're involved in, all your business organizations, do you sleep or? Um, actually, uh, it's so funny. A, a lot of people say that. And 
again, like I said, I really love everything I do, right? I, I wake up every single day and I do what I love. Mm-hmm. Um, and I refuse to do something that I do not love and enjoy, right? Because like, um, I'm a huge proponent of, you know, you have to chase your own dreams. Like, why would you spend your life living somebody else's, you know? And like, it's too short not to, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of these organizations and stuff fill a bunch of different buckets for me. You know, it doesn't just fill the career and professional bucket. It fills, you know, my impact and significance and all of these other buckets that I have. Um, and it's a lot. Yes, it is. It, sometimes it gets stressful. Um, but, you know, when I say these things, it's really easy to say that I do a lot and it feels like I do a lot. But um, I have a team, right? You know, startups, you know, I've got a team of executives. Um, in Yacht, I've got a team of executives or a team of leaders and, you know, people behind me, right? Um, even Young Entrepreneurs Evolution, you know, my co-founder Cameron is a rock star. Um, and then we have like, you know, 10 other students who are just like, I want to help and get involved. Um, and so, you know, I would not be able to do all of these things without the help of, you know, uh, other people and teams and ideas and um, new perspectives, you know, um, it's just, I think it's really easy to be like at the focal point, but I, I, it's so important to know that everybody who's going to jam to this, um, you know, being on a team is so refreshing because you get to do the things that you're good at, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're, if you're on a team or like, if you're just trying to like do the solopreneur, um, you're like, you, you have to do everything, man. You got to do marketing, finances, operations, you know, and, and sometimes not everybody is fit for that cookie cutter, right? And so finding people that fill in your weaknesses is so refreshing because, you know, if my, my friend Cameron was here, um, he would definitely say that he excels at like execution and, you know, GSD, um, that kind of stuff. And then I'm more of like the visionary and leader like behind that, you know, the rallier, right? Bring the energy mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, so it's a very good compliment. So I would, I would definitely recommend those of you out on that solopreneur journey. Um, find somebody who sub- or like, you know, fills in that gap of your weaknesses for sure. Mm-hmm. So then what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and work in this field? Oh, yeah. I, you know, I uh, as I was like, I saw that question, I was really thinking, I was like, what, you know, what really inspired me? And I can't say that I was ever like, um, I was like, this is the moment where I'm going this direction. Like, I've always been different, right? I've always had a tendency to um, just go above and beyond or like get involved or do different things. Um, it started when I was... Uh, really young age you know I was always trying to like do things and sell things um, I remember I would volunteer at a home and garden show with my mom I would be the I would run this like Plinko thing right in, in Norfolk I'm sure people don't really know what that is but um, it's like a career fair or like a fair you know with with companies and I was like you know 13 years old running this like Plinko game and then I'd hand out like prizes and stuff but um, I was also volunteering at a nursing home and uh, right across the way from my, my booth where I was running this Plinko game, there was like a sauna, an infrared sauna, you know, that they were like preaching about all these health benefits and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, I want to I want to make an impact. Right. Like these guys have have the solution to a problem that I'm seeing at this nursing home where people are taught, you know, they're frail and they need health and rejuvenation and stuff. And, I, you know, little 13 year old me is like, I see a problem and I want to find I found a solution. Let's see if we can meet in the middle. So I got a bunch of material. Um, you know, thir- again, like 13 or 14 year old me went to the, like the director of this like nursing home and was like, hey, this is why you should buy one of these infrared saunas um, for your like your people. And they're like, what? Who are you? Like, what are you trying to do? You know, like, like, what do you want? You know, how much you get in commission on this? And like, I, honestly, I just wanted to make a difference. You know, I just wanted to make an impact. Right. And so when you ask what inspires me is um, to be able to carve out my impact. Yes, you can do that in other organizations. Um, entrepreneurship and those types of things. 
Um, but I think that's the biggest thing is like being able to build my skill set up to, you know, dictate what I want to do, right? My own schedule, um, you know, and again, like I don't want to like necessarily be my own boss because being an entrepreneur comes with a ton of more headaches um, than just, you know, clocking in and clocking out, which don't get me wrong. I have the days where I would love much rather just like, you know, have somebody tell me what to do with, instead of like worry about all these fires. But um, yeah, I would say that and my, my mom was a huge, you know, encourager. She's always like saw my, my uh, inquisition. I would say curiosity has been one of the biggest drivers um, of, you know, who I am is like always asking questions, um, figuring out why does this work? You know, you know, the five levels of why, I don't know if anybody ever you know, knows that, but um, really getting to the root of, of, you know, what, what the problem is. And again, we live in a society right now that is being absolutely disrupted, you know, and if you can't understand how to problem solve, identify and evaluate and then discuss and then execute, I mean, you know, you're probably going to be left behind, right? Like how employable can you be for a company if you can identify their problems and then come up with a creative solution to solve that problem? Um, I mean, to me, that's like a rock star employee, right? Mm -hmm. um, but again, you know, I think uh, it's kind of in our the Gen Z, like I'm just right in the beginning of Gen Z. So I think it's kind of our nature. You know, we've grown up with, you know, e-commerce and the internet. Um, but again, just making an impact in the world, I think carving it out, you know, is, is kind of what inspires me every day. Mm hmm I'm imagining a seven-year-old hunter with the lemonade stand on the corner. Hey, you know, we are at the cornerstone of all of these different types, the lemonade business and the homemade sugar business. So, so it was uh, it was the chocolate bars. I don't know if anybody remembers those chocolate no bars. Way. Yeah. yeah, I used to I used to sell those chocolate bars so much when I was young. For sure. I had, and it's funny, I had uh, when I would raise money for like school projects and stuff. Um, and like, you know, when I was uh, in a community college, um, you know, to go on trips and stuff, um, I actually had a, a donut delivery route. So we would do a Krispy Kreme fundraiser and I would just like fill up my shopping cart with all these Krispy Kreme donuts and I would just push them into this, the mall, um, and say, Hey guys, you guys want to buy some Krispy Kreme donuts? And nobody can say no to like a warm <laughs> dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts, like for sure. Incredible. So you talk about team building and connecting with others and it's hard to do it on your own. So then I'm talking about your community when we're like with my next question. So is there adequate support from your community regarding entrepreneurship, whether that be your mentors, um, in addition to like your business partners? Why don't you tell me a little bit more about that? Oh, man. Yeah. You know, again, I've only been in this ecosystem, um, so I don't really know another ecosystem um, that's like more developed. However, um, being the executive leader of startups, you know, and looking for resources for our members, um, it has been, you know, no shortage of, of help. Right. We, we uh, when the pandemic happened, we had to cancel all of our events. And so we transitioned to online. And so um, automatically we we're like, what are we going to do? So we, we charted this Founder Friday series. Um, and Monday motivation and we like the community kept giving us speakers and mentors and um, you know really actually helped us like fuel the jet right you know that's one of our core values is, is fuel FTJ is like an action thing but um, to really answer your question is that there's a plethora of mentors um, and Lincoln is so small that like you meet one person and everybody's just willing to help you out and support you. You know, again, this might just be like my perspective of a college student. When I graduate, they're going to be like, sorry, business is cutthroat and competitive. Yeah. We can't help you anymore. You know, I doubt that's going to be the case. Um, but we've got like accelerator programs. We've got like InMotion. Um, InMotion is huge. Um, they've got a really cool program. I have friends who have landed like um, prototype grants to build their ideas. 
Um, I mean, uh, co-founders, you know, we've, we've seen co-founder relationships build and, and create like collaborative environments. Um, again, just collaborating with the community. They're always down to just really help us succeed. Right. And at the end of the day, um, there are some key influencers in the, in the, uh, the ecosystem that really kind of drive, you know, the direction that other people go. Um, and so we've been working, you know, right next to them, you know, getting them as partners and collaborators. Um, and like, in terms of funding as well, you know, there's a ton of opportunity to get your ideas like, you know, sold and funded. And we were actually just at a, we hosted our membership meeting um, yesterday at an accelerator called um, the Combine. It's focused on ag tech and stuff like that. However, you know, they have a free program that, that if you have like a, in the, the agriculture or food industry, um, you can just plug in and, and uh, you know, pretty much get, get help and service and work in their space. Um, you know, everybody's just so willing to help you out. You know, the, it's like your neighbors. You know, the Nebraska nice is a real thing. Like people are actually like your neighbors and they care about you. They don't care about just, you know, your business and making you successful. Or like maybe it looks good for them or good PR or whatever. No, they're here because they know that if you if they help us or if they help this person, they're going to come out and they're going to impact this community. Right. Um, and what I've seen, too, with my friends is when the community invests in our like smaller community of students, these students have roots here, right? Like they get roots and they're like, you know what? Like I want to go off in these bigger ecosystems, but I already am so well connected here that I, I should just stay. I should just work here for, you know, two to three years and grow my company and, um, you know, really invest. And there's some corporate giants here in Lincoln. You know, we've got Nelnet, you know, Huddle, um, Emeritus. I mean, it's just these big companies that are investing in the ecosystem as well. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it's, we're, it's very supportive. Again, you know, this is from the mindset of, of a student. Um, and this is like, I come from a town of 2,500 people. Um, and so this is a much better, you know, environment than, you know, where I came from and grew up. Um, but, you know, we'd definitely, we definitely have um, a uh, our long road ahead, I think, to really become and, and get a full mature ecosystem where, you know, we are producing unicorns and those types of things. And, you know, deal flow and stuff like that for venture capitals are, are pretty low out here. Mm -hmm. um, and I think a lot of times VCs are going outside of Nebraska to get, you know, to get funding uh, because there's not a huge emphasis. But I really think with this pandemic happening and then the resources, you know, everything is lining up for the Midwest to become, you know, the forefront of the Silicon Prairie. Mm -hmm. So then before we completely close out, I always like to ask the fun question of if you or your business were a coffee, what would you be and why? So um, I'm so plugged into startups, you know, that I, I want to answer via that, you know, because there's so many organizations. And I actually like asked all of them, I was like, what do you guys think? You know, I'm not a huge, like I drink coffee, but I just drink like black coffee. But mm -hmm. I got uh, two different responses that I think really, uh, you know, reflect our culture. And uh, the first one is the uh, dry cappuccino. So on the top, it's foam and it's you know tasty and it's fun and inviting. That kind of symbolizes our community. But underneath is the espresso of the grit, hard work, determination, and ambition that fuels you know our jet and our, our um, ideas and creativity. Um, the second one is uh, the espresso martini, um, and this is like this is like you know coffee with with vodka. Yeah, yeah, and this reflects our like work hard, play harder attitude. You know, it's it's important to uh, to work hard. You know, get that espresso in there, get the grind in there. Um, but it's even better to to play with a little bit of the vodka in there. Oh my gosh, you love to see it, and also incorporates a little bit of the college vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the college vibe. But I swear, if you're not celebrating your successes, you're doing life wrong. 
That is fair enough. Uh, well, that is all the time we have for today. So thank you so much to our guest for sharing more information about his blend of hard work. You can find out more about what Hunter does through the links in the menu description, or you can go to mug.news to see his feature article. Make sure to leave a comment and follow mug.news for more hot takes like this one. We will see you next time at the Coffee Grinds. Oh,